Doctor Who Fan Podcast, episode number five. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. Want to help support this show? Visit gspn.tv slash donate today. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here to talk about a special episode of Doctor Who, a continuation from last week's episode called The Evolution of the Daleks. Evolution. Evolution. The Evolution. Actually, it it is Evolution, the title though. I know. All right, so Stephanie, we have uh, a live podcast going on here on TalkShoe. Very last minute, uh, we have one person in the chat room. Sweet. We, we have absolutely uh, had no, no notice to anybody that we were going to do this, uh, but we want to welcome Kilo Delta to the chat room. Uh, I think that's Bill from Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I didn't even know we were going to do that. I know. I, I just just like, hey, you know, let's do this thing. So, and we, uh, we actually, so Bill's from Dayton, I'm so sorry. Uh, he came to our live Lost podcast that we had. Cool. Or he was at, he was there. I don't know Very if cool. I, I introduced you to him or not. I met so many people. I know. So anyway, um, yeah, we're here to talk about, now you said, Stephanie, thank you for giving me that visual. What visual are you talking about? I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just not. If, if they've seen this episode and they don't know what visual that, you know, you gave me give you in the last episode then yeah. you know that's let's just say it is humble. i was trying to keep it clean and you were not well I, it's I'm not necessarily i'm sorry but it, it it was a let's just say it was a it was not a tastefully done character <laughs> darla dalek sack uh while they 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 did some amazing thing with his character in the show i'm sorry but it was a little distracting to see six <laughs> Things hanging <laughs> on the side of his head. <laughs> um, it was it was not it the was, best character that that we've seen on Doctor Who. I would have appearance wise. I would have preferred spray painted bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. In this case, maybe. Oh gosh. So hey, we um we have some notes here, and uh, it, obviously Daleks are not my favorite uh, thing to see in an episode. Although this one. Was was above par. I, the second half. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't that bad. It no. wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the entire <laughs> through the entire episode. You know, <laughs> it was just a little bit yeah. here and there, and and it was really neat um, to see a few things. So the first thing, um, let's see here, Darlick sect. Uh, well, the first thing they show is that all of a sudden he's got feelings. Feelings. <laughs> La la la. Okay. Uh, anyway. But they do. They show that you is that from is that from merging with the human? Yeah, absolutely. So, the human DNA has kind of uh brought in a little yeah, bit of the feeling to they the didn't process. Expect. Right. And and of course, um the and what and now here's the thing, okay, so he has feelings, right? And he's determining right and wrong and stuff like that. Now I guess some might argue that the doubts that the Daleks have of following their leader mm-hmm. would be a logical thing. But to me, it doesn't it seem like they had feelings or intuition about, I mean, cause if, if I'm, I'm sorry, if they're all driven on, uh, you know, this whole, you know, we've been programmed to obey 
Right. You know, it, it's like we don't question authority. You, you know, you will be ex- exterminated. I mean, it, it's all, this does not compute, you know, but it's like, so, so it's almost as though there was one, um, there was one, he's in the chat room, uh, Bill says, I'm loving that Dalek impersonation. <laughs> anyway. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, so, so the two Daleks. So the one Dalek says, to, "So tell me, uh, what do you think about Daleks?" I'm sorry. Tell me, what do you think about Dalek? <laughs> I mean, it, that's annoying. Can you it, not do I, that? Yeah, I won't do that anymore. I okay, promise. Thanks. Please don't stop your iPod or your portable MP3 player. Or stop the Flash player on the Skype. I, I promise, I will not do that Dalek impressionation ever again in this episode. <laughs> I, I okay. might forget and do something stupid later, but not intentionally. So anyway, so the the two Daleks are like having a conversation. So what do you think about Dalek sec? Are you know and and it's like you know they're having this conversation, seemingly that they're they're dr- driving this from intellect and intuition and and feeling and emotion right. of not trusting way. him. It would it would really seem that way. It's because because so. trust is different than obedience. It's, it's like we will obey is is that, but then they go against their leader. That that is not obeying. That is they've taken something into account of their own. And right. so are they without feelings? Are they without intuition and and all those other things? It's it's not just logic. It's not just you know this or that. It's not just programming. So, I just I felt that that was a little out of place that they had that conversation. So you know, I don't know if I, I trust him. Right. Okay. I would agree with you there. Um, but like I said, Dalek Sec, I did enjoy his. I did enjoy how his character was written. Mm-hmm. You know, if they could just, if I could just close my eyes and not see him, but now I can't even close my eyes and <laughs> With not that, see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, it's gonna take it's gonna take me a whole week to get over that image again. Again, so um, oh gosh, it's horrible, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is bad. Anyway, yeah. So, so the character, the, the the fact that he's like, you know, don't, no, you can't kill the doctor. I want him alive, right? And he and can help us. He can help us, and 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 he's like, and he said it was it was wrong. They, it was wrong for them to kill that man, and Solomon. Right. And not only that, but when they says, you know, this is the way we were created, and and he's like, no, our our pur-, he says this is our purpose. Our purpose is wrong. Right. I love that. I mean, that, that was, was really yeah. That was really great. And and what's amazing is that the title of this ep- episode was the evolution of the Daleks, and and literally they could have done something in this episode to bring the Daleks. Uh, to a place where they could coexist with other people, but then they wouldn't be the Daleks. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't change the Dalek race. Right. I, I'm I'm frustrated that there's still one lingering out there. Oh yeah. He what he do? He did an emergency uh, time shift, temporal shift, temporal shift. Yeah, emergency temporal shift, yeah, and that's how he got so. there into the 30s. But um. Yeah, there'll always be one more, and unfortunately, that just means that there's going to be more Dalek stories in the future, and that's a pain in the butt, but, you know, we'll have to deal with it. Although, I did like the Hovercraft Daleks. (laughs) This is not the first time we've seen Hovercraft Daleks, but I do like them. Yeah, the old ones, it's kind of like K-9, man. K-9, you don't know who K-9 is, do you? No. 
You have no clue. I love that. I mean, I don't love that, but I mean, it's it's like, wait a second. My wife has no clue who K9 is. K9 was the mechanical companion of the doctor. Oh, okay. He's a little dog. Oh, okay. But it was a robot dog. Okay. I am K9. That's a little <laughs> bit better than my Dalek impersonation. But anyway, um, yeah. yeah, so. I, I I remember, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, the doctor lands on all of these places, but yet canine can roll around. And then the same thing, it's like these do- these Daleks of old, you know, in the old, it's like, I mean, why doesn't he just climb up into a tree or something and or climb up a, a mountain? Because, I mean, how do these things get around? And now all of a sudden these things are hovering. And, can, and, right. and it reminds me of how they did that with um, R2-D2, you know, it's like he can start flying around and stuff, so. Anyway, I did like that they could do that. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm like yawning right now. Really? That was really Had bad. <laughs> yeah, did you notice what that? What else do you have down from this? I didn't really I didn't really care for the Dalek story. I mean, I like the... I guess I... I did like the the way that, um, that Dalek sex character was was transforming or evolving but um but i just don't really care for them and so i came into this episode not giving it a fair sure that makes sense no that that makes perfect sense well here's the other thing that i have written down and and i don't have a whole lot of uh notes but um Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the psychic paper and the sonic screwdriver. Okay. Those are two reoccurring themes uh, that go through Doctor Who. At least the sonic screwdriver, I remember from way, 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 way back. However, I'm going to call on the Doctor Who fans of old, uh, the ones who know this stuff like we know Lost. Um, I would like to ask you, what is the first instance of the psychic paper? Because the first time I'd ever even heard any mention of psychic paper was uh, in season one of the new series. Okay. Where I think he and Rose were on this one planet and they were at this like big party of all these gathering of different species from all over. And he shows his credentials of as being invited there. Right. That was the first time I had ever seen the um, psychic paper. I don't remember that at all in the old okay. ones. So if anybody but is... But it was really cool because um, Martha was just like really... She's like, this is so cool. You know, as far as they're concerned, we're, we're two engineers and an architect, you know. Right. And of course, uh, she has seen it quite a few times and and stuff like that and they even I loved when they tried to use it on Shakespeare. That was cool. And he was too smart he was too to, smart to be fooled by it. So anyway, um well I want to welcome uh Patrick and uh Jeremy to the chat room. Uh and also there is somebody that goes by Old Soft Shoe. So welcome to the Doctor Who fan podcast being recorded live. Anyway, um, the other thing that I had, uh, so so I want to I want to ask some folks out there if you know the first instance of the psychic paper, please let me know. Is this something new, or is this something that is is old? All right, uh, let's see here. Next up is oh, we get a little bit more of the Martha being upset about her the doctor yeah, not talking to Tallulah, um, right in and, the tent. Is that what you're talking about? Where she says, sometimes I'll say something, and it's not as if he's seeing me, but a remembrance of something else. Yes. Absolutely. He's like, no. he, he doesn't see, he's not seeing me. Yeah. 
but he's remembering. He's just remembering. Poor Martha. Poor Martha. I, I and really... And then he ends the episode saying, you know, maybe there is that one someone, or she says, maybe there is that one someone. Who says that? Does he say it or does she? What? Now I don't remember. They what? ended the episode saying, maybe there is that one someone out there. That That is, Martha says that. Okay. And he just says, this, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So. She, it, actually, it's it's like uh, there. So it is, you know, it just goes to show that there is someone for everyone. Yes, and that's he says what she maybe, says, maybe, right. And so you, we hear our kids screaming at each other in the background in the other room in Studio B, <laughs> here in the GSPN TV headquarters. What? I think I think I think those are all happy, joyful. They're yells. all playing, right? Yeah. So They're, we'll let you know if their sword fighting has yet. turned into something. Well, bad. McKenna's a pirate, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we, sorry. We are going to pause for just a moment. Alrighty, we're back. Sorry about that little uh, break I had to take there. Anyway, so let's talk about Tallulah and Laszlo, their connection, their relationship. Okay. I thought for just a minute that she says, well, the Daleks took that away, you know, and there's no chance or no hope for us now. And I thought she was just saying that because that he was half pig now that that she would not have anything to do with him. No, oh, no, I think she thought that he was going to die. Right. Or well, this is before and 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 when she had said that, I think she had already they thought had, that maybe he, he was, was dead. Right. Right. And so I'm like for, so I was I wrote down a note, it's like, man, that's kind of shallow that you know, he's no. not completely well, I think changed. That's, I think that's what we we learned about Tallulah in these two episodes. But there was more to her than just that that showgirl right. shallowness. Right. Are you following? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, she's not just some. Ditzy I loved blonde. how, but, she is... but I did love how they opened the episode where they're in the in the basement room with with the Daleks, and then um, the Doctor turns the music on, and it you know makes the noise, and they make a run for it. So they're running through the tunnels under the city, and then they just run past her, and because remember she had got lost. Oh yeah, she couldn't find her way out in the in the last episode. So I love that they showed her and. And they, they picked her up and, you know. I didn't even funny. catch that. You didn't catch yeah, that? Yeah, that was great. So I thought that was cool. We want to welcome Beth to the chat room here. She says she has no clue about Doctor Who, but she's just showing some gspn.tv love and uh, awesome. in, in joining us for a little bit. So uh, that's cool. awesome. Yep. That's cool. So anyway, um, that's what I had there. And then, um, of course, we got that they disobeyed Dalek Sec, which just like, again, for me, seemed a little out of place. It did. But yet it, it fit in their storyline and, and made for a good story. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the decision. I'm just not okay with that conversation they had. It's like so it what do you, so seem, what do you think? Right. It, it doesn't like, seem like something that they would do. Yeah. So. Now, what do you think about this whole the, the when they the lightning struck and and these people are being revived and they're quote unquote they're they're they don't look like Tarlik Sek for one thing. They look fully human. Well, they were because right. they changed their DNA. Remember they they right. um they piped in the aqua blue looking yeah stuff so you know here though he, here's the one thing that i was thinking is wouldn't it be funny if all of a sudden cuz this was called the dalek evolution funny silly or haha funny or no, like, <laughs> like funny like funny ironic weird? or okay. like like making wouldn't it be funny if the story was is that the daleks um you know were about to become ex- extinct 
uh, which they were. Right. And then they turn these humans into the uh, thing. And then that's when they become like turn into the Cybermen. So the Daleks evolve uh, into the Cybermen. Cybermen. But of course, we now know through another story, I think it was back in season two, didn't we see something with the Cybermen that started the Torchwood thing? Yeah, I think so. So anyway, but any that, that's all I was thinking. Okay. All right. Um, I love that the Doctor is a genius and that he got it at the top, so the lightning ran through him first. So yeah, I, in fact, they were not Dalek humans. They were Time Lord humans. Well, they had at least a, 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 a bit little bit of, of right. the DNA, absolutely, which enough to DNA, make them not kill the doctor. But how does DNA get transferred through lightning strike? Because through, it's a Doctor Who. That just seemed far fetched. It's science fiction. Everything is far fetched. <laughs> no, it's not. Some that of it's is not. No, time is time and relative state, space and dimension. And I mean, whole, come on. I mean, come on. You can handle it. I mean, I can I even say it? What? I'm nothing. No, don't even say that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about his head. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Think about something else. I'm thinking about candy cotton, cotton candy. Candy cotton. Candy Look cotton. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to close Man. my eyes and count to five and you're not here. <laughs> That's right. All right. If you choose Okay, I love that his his you know one of his last lines, Dalek sex says, "If you choose do, uh, death and destruction, then death, death and, and destruction, destruction will choose you." And you know that is you know that's just not a great line, but it's it's a great philosophical truth. Uh, you know, I thought it was a great line. I said it's not only just a great oh, line. Oh no, you said it's not a great line. You oh, left out the I, just only. I think. Oh, I thought I said. I, I anyway, thought for sure I said not said just it, a I just great didn't line. Hear it. Anyway, so I'm sorry, but yes, it's not just a great line. It's it's just a great uh, a philosophical truth or whatever. And and uh, I loved, I loved when um, the Daleks go down and they're trying to get the the human Daleks to exterminate the Doctor. And they said, you know, you know, exterminate that doctor. And they're like, but why? 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 It's like, gosh, I hate it when my kids used to do that. They still do it. Do they? I don't get that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they don't say that to me anymore. Okay. I, I guess maybe. I, well. Kenna does all the time. Hmm. Why? Don't tell her because I said so, because she'll say, because why? <laughs> because why? I usually, <laughs> when she asks, I usually try to say, I, I try to, I try to actually talk to him and say it, but, okay. uh, well, no, so do I, but if you ask her, McKenna, why did you do, why did you do that? Because why? <laughs> Which is really funny. All right. And so now Dalek Khan is the last of the, the yes, cult the of last- Scaro. Was it Scarrow? Yes, it was. Okay. Hopefully, he won't last long. Yeah, well, he did take an emergency temporal be, shift. It would be so smart right. of the creators of Doctor Who, people over there doing the magic to just kill him off. Right. How did I leave that studio door open? Um, uh, probably to avoid the beating on it that it got before. You think so? Maybe. All right. And so um, the last thing that I have here uh, as far as my notes is Tallulah... Um, oh, no, no, it's, it says, Tallulah, out of the way. 
the doctor is in. That was cute. Yeah. And that so, was really cute. It was one of the sound bites. I watched a genocide and he just couldn't watch another person die that day. And yep. And so he saves Laszlo and and it appears that Laszlo and Tallulah are going to live happily forever after. Yep. He's going to go live in Hooverville. Hooverville. Yes. So. Ah, so with that, it's time for a little listener feedback. And uh, what we're going to do is go to our first caller, and here it is. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie, it's Fred from Long Island, calling to comment on the Doctor Who fan podcast episode three, I believe, with Gridlock. And this was uh, one of my favorite episodes of the season. Um, Again, once we got all the way... I think we already played that last week. It's for Gridlock. So I'll tell you what, I, I, if I missed it last week, Fred, I am very sorry. We're going to go ahead and move to the other caller. This is uh, Sharon uh, who called in, and she has some questions about Doctor Who. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Shannon. Um, I'm calling from Chicago for your Doctor Who podcast. Um, I recently just got interested in Doctor Who from catching random episodes on BBC America, but I have to admit I'm really, really confused. Um. I was wondering if you could help me out. When do new episodes of Doctor Who come on? Um, and is there any way I could watch old episodes? And how far back in the series do I have to go, um, like, in order for the story to make sense? Okay, so if you can answer that, that'd be great. Um, thanks so much. Bye. Okay, so first off, how far back do you need to go? Let me ask Stephanie a question first. And for, by the way, I, I think I said her name was Sharon before. It's Shannon. I apologize. But anyway, um, how far back? Let me ask you, Stephanie. How well do you think you understand Doctor Who right now? Fairly well. Okay, the, Stephanie understands it fairly well, and she just started, literally, with um, the brand new series that started in two thousand five. So we're in season. Actually, they're getting ready to launch or do a season four season- in the. UK right. series we're, four. Series four is what they call it, uh, but we are we're currently covering season three. I'm going back with, so that Stephanie can catch up on the rest of the season. Uh, but we encourage you to go back to uh, 2005. It's and it would be called uh, season one of uh, Doctor Who. I will tell you that our library has the first two or three seasons. Actually, the first three seasons. Uh, on the shelves in the library. Really? So, yeah, you cool. could you could pick up all the DVDs there. And I would encourage you to check it out there. If not, I'm sure you can go to Amazon and get a copy of those. Or um, if I'm not mistaken, you can find other places online that like sell uh, Doctor Who stuff. So okay. legal stuff. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what I would suggest is starting with 2005. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and pause this for just a minute while I search for something that might help folks out. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's see here. <laughs> oh, man. The, the people are going to say, Cliff, you should go to editing. Not a chance. Not unless I had a nice old sponsor. By the way, I just want to let you know that we don't have a sponsor for this. And uh, for those of you who are listening to the Doctor Who Fan Podcast, I want to let you know that Stephanie and I produce over 17 different podcasts. We do a podcast devoted to the TV show Lost, Heroes, Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, uh, Doctor Who, and my daughter and I do Hannah Montana. Uh, then Stephanie and I uh, produce a bunch of other shows. I do an almost daily show called My Crazy Life. 
which is where I share a lot of things about my life. Stephanie does a show called The Full-Time Mom, which she shares a lot of things from her life. And uh, we just have a bunch of other shows. You can check them out at gspn.tv. It stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. And I literally do this full-time. This is my. This is what I do for a living. And so uh, we do offer all this content for free. And uh, I just would ask if you have ever been entertained, encouraged, inspired, or anything by anything that we do, uh, just take a look at gspn.tv slash donate and and do me a favor and just investigate the possibility of possibly signing up as a GSPN monthly support team member. Uh, Like I said, there's no pressure to do so, but if you wouldn't mind checking it out, just read about it and see if it might be something you're interested in. Now, So did you find something to help Shannon? I did, um, and I will put a link to this in the show notes, and I'm going to play it here in this episode, but I'm not sure how this is going to come out um, how this is going to come out in audio form. However, uh, it, uh, the like I said, we'll put a link to this. And this is from somebody called Babel Kalor on uh, YouTube. And I saw this a long time ago, and I thought it was really great. I think it's going to be very helpful here for Stephanie. And hopefully the audio of this might make sense as well. Uh-oh. Why am I not getting audio? You know what? It's because I've been having problems with my Firefox. I've been having so many technical problems. Did I tell you that, Stephanie? It's getting kind of frustrating. So here we go. Doctor Who. It's more than just a secret, isn't it? The Beginner's Guide to Doctor Who, Part 1, The Doctor. What is your native planet? Gallifrey. The constellation of Casterbris. I travel in time and space. I'm a traveler. I am a time lord. From the planet Gallifrey, in the constellation of Casterbris. On the other side of your galaxy, that's home. 250 million light years away. What is your name? That's a very difficult question. Who are you? I am known as the Doctor. Doctor? What Doctor? Doctor who? What sign were you born under? Crossed computers. Crossed what? Computers. Part two, family. I don't know. Probably can't remember your family. Oh, yes, I can when I want to. I have to really want to. To bring them back in front of my eyes. The rest of the time, they, they sleep in my mind. Have you got a brother? No. Uh-oh. Technical difficulty here. Give us one second. No, no. Okay. Wonderful stuff. You met my uncle. I remember. I'm, I, I... Yeah. This is not fun. I apologize, folks. And uh, for those of you on Ustream, I am stopping the broadcast to see if I can uh, do uh, something to get this through here. And uh, I am going to try this one more time. I'm with my father. We're lying back in the grass. It's a warm Gallifrey. Gallifrey! Gallifrey! I'm half human on my mother's side. I've seen many examples of species crossing that could be the most dreadful mutation. I am far more than just another Time Lord. Oh, such a lonely childhood. Never easy being the only child left out in the cold, you know. I suppose you'd know. I do, actually, yes. I felt like that once when I was young. It was the blackest day of my life. The doctors have you, then. Well, when I was a little boy, we used to live in a house that was perched halfway up the top of a mountain. 
behind our house, I sat under a tree an old man, a hermit. It was once an old hermit from the mountains of South Gallifrey. And he listened whilst I poured out my troubles to him. He used to tell me ghost stories. I was frightened in childhood by a mythological horror. What about Sally Avon? He's a boy, a hero of mine. Really, Doctor? Mm. Great criminal, your hero. A steam engine. As a boy, I always wanted to drive one. It's just like jamming a radio signal, Joe. We used to make them at school to spoil each other's time experiments. Sally Runkin radiation. We used to play with Runkin bricks in the nursery. One of my old pupils at Pryden Academy. A Prydonia. Apparently he is or was at one time a member of that noble chapter. My nickname at college was Theta Sigma. There's feet, innit? Theta Sigma. Drags. Yeah, we was on the tech course together. Oh, Ronnie. Runcible the Factuous. He likes to be known as the master, don't you? Well, he used to be a friend of mine once. Believe it or not, we were at the academy together. Class of 92. In fact, you might almost say we were at school together. His degree in cosmic science was of a higher class than yours. Who are you? A student of science. Much interested in primitive nuclear technology. Thermodynamics. You said it was your special subject when you were at university. You possess an energy you do not understand. Only my professor at the academy seemed to understand it. You were the finest teacher I ever had. You make me regret teaching you anything at all. You taught me nothing. Uh, tell me, where did you qualify for? A place called Gallifrey. Well, it's better than scraping through with 51% at the second attempt. You did well, Mike, getting your doctorate and all that. Easy for you to say, you don't have kids. I was a dad once. Weren't you expelled or something? Um, some scandal? Love has never been known for its rationality. This is your grandfather? Yes? Well, why didn't you tell us that? I don't discuss my private life with strangers. That is a reflex link. I lost that particular faculty. Oh, look. Oh, look. Now, this was in on Gallifrey for a pill, I Oliver. Well, I thought she was yours. Well, on a sort of finest keeper's basis, yes. I should have waited to have done the comedian conversion, but there were other pressing reasons at the time. Susan and I are cut off from our own planet, without friends or protection. Doctor Who? It's more than just a secret, isn't it? I'm secretive by nature. Have you never wondered where he came from? Who he is? Nobody knows who the Doctor is. We don't have a name. Don't you ever get tired of Doctor? Doctor Who? <laughs> that was pretty cool. What'd you think, Stephanie? That was pretty cool. Sorry about that. Beginner's Guide by Stuart Humphreys. Stuart Humphreys is the person who put that together. And so, Stuart, thank you for that. And that is found on YouTube, and I'll put a link to it out there. But uh, Babel Kalor is the username by which uh, I found that on YouTube. So, anyhow. It was really cool. It was. Is there anything in there that, that kind of surprised you or shocked you at all? He was the dad one. Yeah. The original uh, Doctor Who, the very first episode, uh, is uh, he's an older, older man, and uh, he has his granddaughter, Susan, Mm -hmm. on the TARDIS with him. And uh, the whole first episode is about how she is, uh, she's kind of, you know, she's in school, she's enrolled in school on Earth, and uh, her teachers are starting to expect something or suspect something. He's half human. I think I knew that, but actually hearing them say it over and over again, yeah, made me just half human. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, on his mother's side. Very cool. So yes, on his mother's side. So anyway, it's very interesting. Um, there's a there's a lot in there to digest. I'll tell you what. If you go to gspn.tv/forum, we actually have an entire. 
uh, section devoted to Doctor Who. And uh, just to give you an idea of some of the other things that are there, I don't know uh, if I can just pull them right up here. There's the Beginner's Guide to Doctor Who, which is what you just heard. Uh, there is the there's the whole thing, Who is the Master? Okay. That's a very good one. But you can't watch that one, Stephanie, until after the end of this season. Uh, <laughs> there, there, There is just, let's just say there's a lot of other stuff in there. There's even some funny stuff. How many episodes are in this? What? How many do we have to go in this season? In this season? We've seen five. How many are there? Oh, let me take a look real quick. Uh, where am I keeping my stuff here? So this would be here. Uh, there are 13 episodes. So we have, next is the Lazarus Experience Experiment. We have eight left. And uh, let's see. Then we have 42. We hum- might have to find a way to pick up the pace. Human Nature, Family of Blood. I eight weeks to finish it. Okay, well, maybe we'll just, me and you, we'll sit down and watch some of these when the kids are in bed and and yeah. record some podcasts. How's that sound? It's not like sound? there's anything else on TV, television. Wonderful. Yeah, no doubt. They're, it, lost, well, Just lost, it. lost. And, of course, lost is awesome and keeping me very busy. But uh, absolutely, I know what you're saying. So with that, everybody, thank you for listening to yet another episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast over here. It's not your typical fan podcast for Doctor Who. There are a nope. lot of them out there. And... Uh, If it sounds like we know very little, uh, it's because we do know very little. But we're fans nonetheless, and we're trying to pick things up. And Stephanie and I are very eager uh, in anticipating to get through this, get caught up with the UK. And then uh, Stephanie says she's even going to watch some of the earlier stuff with us. We're going to just have lots of fun with Doctor Who. And we invite you to join us as we generally speak about it. And until next time, join Join the the community community. at gspn.tv. Thank you very much.